This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Welcome to Sports Media Innovation here. The only show in America that actually puts statistics next to our predictions every single week. We hold each other accountable. We put our careers on the lines every single week. That's right. Write that down. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate like uh, Jeremy is about to, uh, Jeremy just popping into our uh, backstage green room right now, uh, you can hit us up through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab on the Score North app, and uh, we can get you signed up for some time in the coming weeks. All right? I'm going to warn you guys today, all of my predictions are filled with Timberwolves rage. Okay. I feel like you need Wolves therapy. Like last night might have been a bridge too far for you. Yeah. Uh, I think you're probably right. Mm -hmm. What's funny is like we are the sports therapists here. We are certified Minnesota sports therapists. But but where do you go when you need therapy yourself? It's a known fact. Every therapist has a therapist. I've never asked my therapist. Pause my therapy for the time being, but I, I should ask her that. I've never, I never knew that. Like, what's the parameters of that? Do they have therapists too? Yeah, therapists have. Well, they don't have to I have a therapist. They feel like they can get like no, iron clad. Think about what they hear. Think, think about what. <laughs> think about what they hear. Think about like their their brains probably at some point in time can't just process it, so they need to go to therapists. Well, no, I think like part therapist. of the reason why you are a professional therapist is because you're very adept at soaking in other people's crap. Don't, and Don't ever assume, though, that that's fine. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> you assuming. need to have a therapist. I'm telling you. I've read stuff about it. Life, life advice from Judd. He, he read a tweet he read about, about it. it. <clears throat> so, um, All right. Let's, let's get to the accountability session here, boys. And then we'll get to the predictions. We'll start with Judd. Holy moly. A lot holy of stuff moly. here. And then we have one at the bottom we need to, to discuss here. So we'll start with the bad, Judd. You said a live golfer will win the Masters. I was. Uh, you were, dude, you had count. some guys sniffing around, man. You Phil Nicholson was, making a run, old yep. Brooksy. Yeah, I was close. I, I had hope in Brooks at one point more than Phil, but. Yep. That's kind of funny. Uh, old Brooks, you've been playing three-round tournaments now for uh, quite some time. Oh, here we go. Ran out of gas on the fourth round. Here we go. Funny. Mm-hmm. You said Brock Faber will record at least one point in his Minnesota Wild debut, uh, be it regular season or playoffs. Well, maybe if he would have recorded a point, he could have maybe played in the next game. But be better next time, I guess. You know what? He certainly had a chance. He played well. Six so. block shots. I don't regret that prediction. Be better. Be better. I'm have you ever kidding. played the game, Phil? He, he, he have you ever played the game? Have you ever played in a <laughs> National Hockey League game? Have you, Mackie? Uh, there will be a credible report that Chris Finch is on the hot seat, or he'll be replaced altogether by the end of the season. 
Come well, off. That did not happen. Kyle Farmer will be the Twins' opening day shortstop. Pre-Carlos Correa deciding that he wasn't going to go to, or, or I'm sorry, being kicked out by the Giants and then the Mets. And now he can't play because he's hurt. And you said the Gopher men's hockey team will win the NCAA tournament. Perhaps one of my best predictions of all time, shot down by a group of young men that couldn't see it through. Cowards. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> people are still mad about me calling it. I didn't. It's, you know what it's like? It reminds me of. I said it, I said it was a cowardly performance. Yes. No, I, I, are I you calling you? college kids cowards? Well, collectively, yes. I'm not, I'm not like walking into Brock Faber's living room and saying, you're a coward. It's like Royce, he tells that story. You know, oh, he got into an God. argument with his wife. And he said, uh, honey, you're acting like a blank bleep. And she said, did you just call me a bleep? He goes, no, 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 no. no. I said, you're acting like a bleep. There's a difference. Make no mistake. Patrick was yeah. still in the wrong. Yeah, I, you do I not like you, you could. But die. there's a gap. There's a difference. I would. Be, yeah, the, but I'm the sorry. performance that being not, cowardly is not the same as yeah. saying that a person okay. is a coward at their I'm, core. I, I would be dead where I stood if I even attempted that. I, I would. Yeah, I, there so would be would no I. shot. I would have to come <laughs> sleep at the studio. It would be a whole thing. Oh, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't. You'd be dead. You you would be on, on an Operation ID yeah, show. Italians don't mess um, around. It, it, it would Dateline. It was an ordinary <laughs> for day for Declan Goff yeah. as he woke up and prepared for work when his beautiful fiance asked him a question that sparked a fight. He then used a word. Honey, you're him. acting like a. <laughs> no, you're, you you do not use that word. Pat, Patrick was in the wrong. A little redemption for Judd here. You said there'd be a credible report. You said this on both shows at different times. A credible report by the end of April that the Vikings have discussed a trade of Kirk Cousins. And uh, we we threw it to the YouTube commenters, the listeners of the show, and they agreed you deserve this point. It's a home run. And you said the Twins will take at least two of three from the Astros, which they did. Okay, I need a little clarification on this one. This one has yep. to come off the board one way or the other. You said there's a, there will be a credible report before the end of the season or in season that Cat is unhappy with his role with the Timberwolves. I'm just going to throw it out there. You didn't. This is me bringing it up. You didn't. You're not like fighting for this. Maybe you will now. When Cat himself calls a come to Jesus meeting with the head coach about him not getting the ball in mismatches. That was a week ago. Does that rise to the level here? I don't think so. I don't think yeah, it I, does. I feel like I have to recuse myself here from this because. So you're not even fighting for it, basically. I'm going to be biased towards it. Well, no, you can. But well, you, you can, can fight for it. Yeah, you can be honest. No, I know, here. but I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I, I would lean toward probably no. I would, but I would say this since we've. We've started to do this. I guess I would throw it out there. The listeners? You would. For the listeners. Okay. The audience. But um, I'm not going to fight for it. I don't know how much we have Lawyer Chase on retainer. I don't know if we can just continue using Lawyer Chase. I don't know what his bill is for us. If he's on retainer or not. No, he's on retainer. Yeah. He's uh, paying him. I thought you guys were paying him. He's on retainer. Lawyer Chase, if you're watching or listening here, we could use your help on this. And if you guys could chime in on the. YouTube yeah. comments and, and send us tweets. What do you think? It's it's borderline, but Cat was, was unhappy with his role right. in the offense leading to that meeting. Uh, so, well, just want to throw decide. it out there. 
All right, old Magadak, another struggle bus week here. A lot of red in the last two. We'll start with the bad. The Wolves will win their next two games. They'll be the eighth seed, and they'll beat the seventh seed in the playing game. Uh, Parlaying, kids. We had it. We had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter on the third leg of this parlay, and they soiled themselves. Said Carlos Correa would have a walk-off hit within the next two weeks. He was at the plate with a ghost runner on second base in one of those games against, I think, the Astros. Yeah. And he couldn't come through. Yeah, he had a terrible Friday. Gopher men would win the natty. I thought that whole like weird Tiger Woods lawsuit breakup thing would prevent him from playing in the Masters, but we seem to be well past that at this point. Didn't no one cares. That, didn't that just sort of... Jason Day say a screw was like hanging out of his leg or foot. That was from the PGA Championship last year. Oh my! God. That he had like a screw coming out of his skin or something. That's why he had to he had to withdraw from the PGA Championship God. last year. He withdrew for just a screw sticking out of his leg. Just get like a bleeding. Just put it back in. Yeah. Uh, the Twins will use six different starting pitchers in the first seven games. I thought they'd go with a six-man rotation. They did not. And uh, Jade McDaniels will drop 30 in a game at some point this season. No? Maybe he maybe he would have in the plan, but I guess we'll never know, unfortunately. If he hadn't dropped uh, a punch, he would have, yeah. I did tell you guys that a live golfer would be in the final pairing of the Masters oh. on Sunday. Good call. For a little Joe Maurer first-row home run in the bushes. Um, so a little bit of redemption there. Dude, the listeners had a bloodbath here, too. This is crazy. Zach said the Wild would finish in first place in the division, so they can't do that anymore, right? Correct. Are they? Okay. Uh, the other Thor said Louis Arise will have at least five hits against the Twins in that series. He did not. Hit for the cycle last night. Yeah. He's the hottest hitter in baseball, but not against the Twins. Uh, Bubba said the Gopher women's team will win the national championship. I don't think they did, right? They did not. No. Gopher women? Okay. Uh, Kincaid said Rudy Gobert will average the most points per game in his career, which he came like two points shy of it, which is not good. Gopher men's team will win the natty from Tom G. And uh, Amir said Carlos Correa and Royce Lewis will both be in the Twins opening day lineup. Royce Lewis, not ready yet. Declan, a really good week for you. We'll start with the bad. You said Jason Day would fire a 66 or better in the Masters. He did fire a 67. Yeah. And then a meltdown on the, I think, plus eight on Sunday. Yeah. Horrible. You said uh, Byron Buxton would home run either opening day or the home opener. He has hit two home runs, but neither of them were on those days. You said Kaprizov would play in a game before the end of the regular season. Conley will have a better field goal and three-point percentage with the Wolves than he did with the Jazz. And we would have a first-time Masters winner in 2023, Johnny Rahm. So with that, uh, Judd still leads with a 480 batting average over Declan at 435. Listeners at 200. Macadac at 130. Woof. All of us have two home runs on the season. Declan, the all-time batting average leader at 389. Judd, 333. I'm at 264. Listeners, 259. Um, listeners lead with 44 career home runs. So, woof. A beefy accountability session here. Let's get, I think, uh, Jeremy's in the green room here. We'll see if we can uh, get a connection. Jeremy, what's going on, man? How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Do you hear me all right? We yeah. got you. Perfect. What, do, what shirt are we rocking there? A little Twins pinstripe action? 
a little vintage Twins jersey found uh, up here in Montreal, Quebec. Tell me about the odds for that. Oh, nice, Amazing, dude. So, yeah, what is your background as a Minnesota sports fan? When did you start becoming um, a fan? Shoot. Um, so outside of football, it's been a little bit more recent, I'll be honest. But uh, my father, I inherited the Vikings uh, from him. Um, so listen, he was an immigrant. He came here, had very limited TV shows when he first got here. Uh, one of them he did get, though, was Vikings games every now and again. And uh, wow. yeah, passed it on to me. <laughs> That's wow. It's amazing. Uh, you're just kind of flipping around and, oh, look, there's a... Oh, the Vikings are playing the Seahawks. Oh, the game is coming down to the wire here. It looks like they're lining up for a game-winning kick. This will be interesting. Just torturing yeah. torturing people, apparently. Yeah, well, he, he started being a fan in the 70s when he first got here. Um, Super Bowls. So I, Super Bowls. Yeah, they were pretty good around that time, eh? Um, my earliest memory, I vaguely, vaguely remember Adrian Peterson going for 297. Um could be some false memories just off of YouTube highlights, but I, I think I remember that at the ripe age of 12. I must have been 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. Yep. Judd and I both yeah. covered that game in the Metrodome oh, nice. press box. Peterson had like 65 yards at halftime or something, <laughs> and Tavares Jackson got knocked out cold in that game, right? Didn't and they had to go to Brooks Bollinger. He said, Brooks, yep. you're going in. You're just going to hand the ball off about 47 times here in the second half and uh, going to win this game. The crazy thing about that game is, Antonio Cromartie mm-hmm. set the NFL record for longest. Was it was it a missed field goal or was it a kickoff? It was 109 yards. Missed field goal. 109-yard return. Right before so, halftime. Yep. Fans booed him off the field. The Vikings <laughs> got booed off the field in the game in which Peterson set the new rushing single-game record. Amazing. Yeah. So, we all right, have so- a- I was going to say we have a history of setting records, but we can't uh, we can't get one specific thing in the record book, right? Yep, that is, that is correct. Spoken like a true Vikings fan. Yep. So we'll start with Jeremy. We'll go around the room here. Uh, we'll go Jeremy, Judd, Declan. Back to me. Three trips. So Jeremy, go ahead, man. What's your first prediction? Great. Listen, guys, I'm going to keep it mostly Vikings, uh, just because it's what I know the best. So I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to talk too uh, too dangerously about a team I don't know. Although last night's performance was something else, I got to be honest. Um, so my very first one is going to be that the Vikings are going to draft a non top four quarterback in this year's draft. Um, the top four, because it's starting to get a little foggy, would be uh, of course Young, Stroud, Richardson, and Levis. Um, off the record, I think we unfortunately stick and pick Hendon Hooker. Okay. So you're you're you you would not be in favor of Hendon Hooker, is what you're saying? Uh, no. I mean, I'm at the age now. You know, I'm 25, where I feel like I should be older than all the draft prospects. <laughs> yep. You know, so <laughs> it feels a little weird to say that I'm not. You know, so I'm not in on it. The torn ACL, the gimmicky college uh, system. Uh, you know, he has a nice touch. He does, but not for me. Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of trippy when you start to realize, oh, I'm I'm the same age or older than some of these guys, uh, or in this case, <laughs> younger than uh, an NFL prospect. All right, Joe, what's yeah. your first prediction? All right, stand on the Twins theme that I established last week with my first write that down prediction. The Twins will win two of four <laughs> against the Bombers week. this weekend. The twins exactly two of four. Exactly two of four. 
The Why do you will, both have like that sort of bland prediction? Will win two they never or four. win in New York. Yeah, because they struggle there, and I'm not going to say three or four, so they're not going to win the series, but they'll still win two. Okay. So I'm I'm going to give them two or four. And the rule is, Declan, you can you can take the same prediction, but you have to One up add something to it. Mm-hmm. Write this down. It's up to you. Now you're all thrown off, though. <sighs> Uh, let's go with this. Fine, yeah, I'll, I'll just say this. The Twins will take the series in New York. I'll go for a home run. That's a home run. They're going to win three out of four, three four, at least, in New York. Okay. They'll it's take a, the yeah. series. It's a, it's a Joe Maurer, like, yeah. The Joe a sweep would be like a real home run. It's a four-game series. If either series. one of you guys has the, have, the stones. How many times have oh. they won four games in New York in the last decade? No, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm. Two out of four is. Oh, the Twins anger. are off to a hot start. They have a good pitching staff. We have a guest okay. in the house, and we have a couple fighting. They're probably going to win at least a game or two in New York. Okay. They'll take the saying. series. Three out of four. Okay, three out of three out of four is a home run. It's a. It's not a bomb, but it's a home run. Better watch out. Write that this down. Up. All right, write this down. Like I told you guys off the top of the show, all three of my predictions are going to be uh, Timberwolves' rage-filled reactions to last night's buzzkill. So write this down. Carl Anthony Towns will still not learn his lesson when it comes to his foul-happy nature in big games, and quite frankly, in all games. Cat will commit at least two personal fouls in the first quarter of the Friday night play-in game. He has collected yeah. five or six fouls in five of the eight playoff or playing yeah. games the Wolves have competed in since last season, and he will not. He will not learn his lesson. At least two personal fouls in the first quarter. Okay. Hold on a second here. You you belittled us for a Wolf or a Yankees Twins <laughs> prediction, and then you predicted a guy that gets a ton of fouls will get two fouls. Okay, how about this? You can bully me into this. That's fine. No, I don't need to bully no. you. I'm just saying, no. you know, I'll, Jack, no, I'll put my, Jacqueline shows up for work. I'll put my day. money where my mouth is, okay? <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns will commit at least two personal fouls in the first five minutes of game time in the contest on Friday night. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. In the first five minutes, he's going to get into foul trouble. Write this down. Yes, he'll put his palms up and wonder what happened. So, okay, back to Jeremy. Great. Um, listen, we're going to keep it with, uh, like I said, the Vikings. Uh, this one, it's a little sour, but it is what it is. I think Kirk Cousins will have his best statistical year this upcoming year, but we will miss the playoffs. I think this is going to be full businessman Kirk. He's trying for that new contract elsewhere, hopefully. I think this is going to be a numbers year, not like last year. Which categories do you want us to to measure here? Right. Uh, listen, we can go full touchdown and say across the board, but I think that's a little dramatic. Um, I say he goes for at least 5,000 yards. I know he did it, I believe, once in Washington. I think he, um, it was like 4,900, I think. It's 4,900. So, okay, so we so, can say career so, high in yards. Yeah, career high in yards. And let's go for career low in interceptions. He's going to be very, very conservative. Okay, and that's in the years that he's a, he was a starter. So like, like he yeah. came in for a couple of games one right. year in Washington. Well, so we'll just say yeah. in the full time starter years. Okay, okay. Write this down. Business Kirk back at it again, wearing a suit Sweet on the case. football field. Briefcase <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> yep. BKC. All right, Jeb. What's your second prediction? All right, uh, Wolves on Friday. I will also give you a write that down. 
I've not seen any status report on Ant. I know he was definitely from that third quarter situation shaken up, but Ant was is going to come back from a disappointing, uh, big time disappointment performance against the Lakers to score thirty or more points on Friday. Okay. Ant. So apparently decide. he was like icing his hand too. He's just got all sorts of well, and he plays. I mean, the dude hits the floor constantly. So like his style, I think lends itself to issues like this, but I still think he's going to come back and against either what the Pelicans or OKC score 30 or more points. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Mm-hmm. All right. So the wild will begin their playoff series by the time we uh, roll for write that down next week. So write it down. I'm just going to put this into existence because I think the coaching staff's going to abide to him. Mark Andre Fleury will start game one of the playoff series for the wild. Mm. I think they're going to give it to Flower, even though Philip Gustafson has been the better goalie. They love giving things to their veteran guys. They're going to give it to the playoff experience and tip of the cap to Mark Andre. So write it down. Mark Andre Fleury will start Game One of a Wild playoff series. So off the record, what's the? Do they then just decide that is are they going to ride him through the series until like if he plays pretty well, they'll just stick with him, or do you think they alternate? I think unless he posts like a shutout. You can't, I don't think you can pull a goalie if he like shuts out a team in game one. I think they'll sure. rotate. I think they'll rotate. If they lose for sure, they'll, they'll play. I think, the Gus, but I think the Gus bus starts game one. We'll write this down. I think they're trending towards that. We'll see. All right, write this down. My uh, Timberwolves rage-filled predictions continue. Chris Finch will not be the Timberwolves coach anymore. <laughs> I'll just say they're gonna they're gonna move on from Chris. Chris Finch will not be the coach anymore on August first. They'll move on from Chris Finch. Okay. That's the just anger my, my emotions. Right pretty much. just palpable. Well, dude, they've they've blown nineteen double digit leads this year. What are Tied we doing? Yeah, players punching each other, punching walls. Like, just grab the yeah. steering wheel. Why are you blowing a double? Their last four postseason losses, all double digit blown leads in the fourth quarter. I don't disagree with you one bit. Why? I'm just Why saying that the happening? anger is palpable. Write this down. What are we doing? I can feel it in SLP all the way from you in Minneapolis. Uh, Jeremy, what's your third and final prediction? My last one's going to be a show prediction. I love when the viewers do this. I feel like they're kind of rare, though. So we're going to go with one of these. Phil, if you could just remove the, uh, yes. the earphones for two seconds. Yeah, I, love, I love when somebody has to remove their headphones. Yeah. All right. We're all good. So either on this show or on Purple Daily by 11.59 p.m. Saturday. So right at the end of the day, Trey Lance's name will be brought up by Phil on this show or the other show. I love this. Okay. Good chance. Good chance, right? Strong. Strong prediction. I'm going to save this, Jeremy, too, in, uh, in in my backup document. And if for whatever reason I miss it, let me know, but I I think we're Judd and I were going to have a uh, our ears to the ground on this one most likely. So yep, if Perfect. Dex forgets it, remind him. Okay. Okay. All right, Phil. All right, Phil, you're good. Come on, come on come back, on, Phil. Come Phil. on back, Phil. Put those headphones back, back in. on. Yeah. Wait, he's going to turn himself back up. Okay. Yep, is he gonna, here we go. Is he going to do it? All right. Is am gonna, I? Oh, am I in is danger that, of? Is, is it going to come off up? the board? It, yeah. Well, I don't know. Is it going to come off the board right now? Who knows? Who knows? I might say it. I might do it. (laughs) Not at liberty to discuss. (laughs) Always love when people make show predictions. Jeremy, great stuff here. Good luck with your predictions since you've got this life-changing platform. 
on Score North. Is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Yeah, this is a life-changing moment for me, to be honest. Um, right up there with meeting my uh, my longtime girlfriend. I think this might be number one, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to <laughs> like to thank my dad for uh, you know bringing me into this uh, this world against my will. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, though. You know, Vikings pain. Um, listen, uh, thank you guys. Uh, I've always wanted to do a little content creation, also. So you guys really inspire me watching you do this every day and. Uh, yeah, that's that. Go Wolves. Let's uh, let's hope for the best. Uh, if I was allowed a fourth one, I would say we actually hold on to a uh, double-digit lead this Friday. But oh, okay. Let's see. Off the okay. record. Off the record. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, great stuff. Nice work. And uh, keep holding it down there north of the border. Yes, on sir. behalf of all Thank of us impressed Minnesota sports fans. See you, Jeremy. <laughs> Have a good one. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, good stuff there. Um, a shout-out to our friends at Nutrisource, by the way. Nutrisource, the official pet food and dog food of Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. Maya Mackie, just uh, always ready to rock and roll whenever whenever we go into the room or the closet where her food bag is, even if we're going for something else. She just thinks, uh-huh. like, oh, this, is my, this is my time right now. My yep. time to shine. <laughs> exactly right. My time to eat. In fact, Dad, get me that, that damn food right now. Stella the same way stella allowed me to sleep in today and by sleep in i mean she waited until 6 55 to wake me up and say give me my nutrisource and now it's all about the training rewards treats every day is for stella and that means nutrisource mm-hmm. uh, nutrisource petfoods.com look at Vinny right there too who's the is that Vinny's uh girlfriend boyfriend no, what's boy, happening that, that's that his buddy tito uh, uh okay. Vinny thinks uh, Tito's ears because they stick up straight are Nutrisource treats, and we have to remind Vinny that that Vi- buddy, those aren't those stay up. They don't just those, are uh, those aren't for you. You can you can you can stop chow eating on your friends' heads. Please stop eating your buddy's ears. Thank you, Vinny. He's so cute, though. He is pretty the, cute. The Vinmeister's so cute. He's a good the boy. Vinster, man. So NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you, and it is it is golfing weather here now, and the Meadows at Mystic. Is uh, is a great place to get out over the next few months, Declan. Yeah, uh, courses are starting to open up in the state here today, and uh, the Meadows at Mystic Lake is not too far behind. Go to golfthemeadows.com to, uh, to to stay up to date on tee time information. You can obviously book some rounds there as well. Uh, you can even sink putts. If I can sink putts, the Meadows at Mystic Lake, I promise you can as well. Go to golfthemeadows.com to learn more. All right, dudes, one more round here, Judd. What's your next prediction? All right, my final prediction is this. Um, Kirill Kaprizov will score two goals in the Wilds' first playoff game. Mm. Kirill Kaprizov will get on the score sheet in the goal column twice in game one. All right, let's get it. LFG. Write it down. You like writing things down. LFG. Uh, well, Jeremy's not the only one who has a show prediction to make. I actually had one written down before he even joined, and I'm now I'm definitely going to use it. Okay. So, Judd, I'm going to need you to take off your headphones. Oh, that's okay. I'll turn, it, I'll turn this down too. Okay. Judd, you're good. No, no cheating. Judd. Okay, Judd, 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 Judd Lee, you okay? 
Yeah, he has no idea. His microphone's still on. That's the best part. I can hear his chair creaking. Yeah. Uh, little, <laughs> little inside baseball here for, for the, the audience. So Mackie, Judd, and myself have a text thread and we, that, we, that we change notes on, observations of game, life updates, etc. cetera. Um, mm-hmm. But I, uh, Judd loves to basically talk about how much he just loves Bally Sports broadcasts and his notes. So I'm going to make a quantifiable prediction here, Phil. You tell me if this is fair or not. When Dick Bramer returns to the broadcast booth, Judd will complain in our text thread in at least three different Twins games, and the end date will be one week after Bramer returns. So when Bramer comes back in one week, Judd will complain in three, because I can't do one, because he's going to do it. But in three different Twins games, Judd will send you and I a note that he is just disgusted with Dick Bramer's broadcasting. Okay. All right. Fair. I'm here for this. Yep. Fair. And I, I'll be honest. I may bait. I may try to bait. I, I may try I, to bait. I understand. That, that's completely fine. But that's, that's all with shocked. the move. All okay. Right. Let's all bring right. him back Judd, in you're here. Good. Yep. Yep. You're good. Here, let me okay. unmute Judd. There we go. All yep. right. Can I say, I don't want to like give any hints, and I won't here, but. You're not gonna. It's it, it's not gonna happen today. It, it actually, it can't happen today. So you're good. You're good on this episode here. I think it'll be worth it for you if it happens. Okay. It'll be worth it for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I, I I I can't read lips, but I'm because of the time of year. <laughs> I've got to guess. I've got to guess. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Write this down. Chris Finch prediction. But anyway, go ahead. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. So, uh, you know, another another angry Timberwolves overreaction here. My guy, Jordan McLaughlin, he's been my guy for the last two years. You guys are done. He was my guy at you know first two months of the season. I was showing you guys all the lineup combinations of, wow, look at this. You put Jordan McLaughlin in any lineup, and, you know, like the net rating goes up compared to D'Lo. He came back from the calf injury, and it's like a different body took over Jordan McLaughlin as a basketball player. He's gone from being a dependable backup point guard who can play 20 minutes and keep the ball moving to just being unplayably bad. And so my prediction is, write this down, the Timberwolves will acquire in some form a new point guard. Probably off the record to sit behind Mike Conley, but this offseason they will acquire a new point guard on their NBA roster. So like they could draft one, they could make a trade. Uh, They could draft one, but they don't... Correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't have a first round pick, so it'd have to they be don't. a it'd have to be a, like a got, second round pick that makes the team. They've got second round picks, yeah. But it could be uh, it could be a signing, it could be a trade of some kind. Okay. But Mike Conley and uh, Jordan McLaughlin are not going to be, I guess, specifically Jordan McLaughlin. But they will. the The prediction is they will acquire a point guard this offseason. Okay. Okay. I'm throwing my guy under the bus. Can't do it. Yeah, big time. Okay. Yep. And he can't shoot. Like, dude, you know, I never understand that in the NBA. Like, Russell Westbrook, you've been in the NBA for like 15 years or whatever it's been, 13 years. You can't shoot? Might be still? A Hall of Famer. What are you doing all offseason? Just jumping boxes and like working on your athleticism? Why don't you work on your jump shot, guy? Being pissed off. Jordan McLaughlin, work on your jumper. Court, little corner three. He's as mad at life as you are at the Wolves right now. I know. Anyhow, I know you guys have to get to Doogie here for a little bonus scoop, so I'll shut up and stop complaining about the Wolves because there's plenty of that content also available on the uh, Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd podcast feeds and Flagrant Howls. 
We'll see you guys. Uh, so a little back-to-back reckless speculation Thursday is tomorrow, but you guys are also doing a bonus scoop of Doogie today. So look for all of that. And, of course, Purple Daily for our daily Vikings conversations. See you guys.